Good morning. I'm the Reverend Erin Walter, and we are blessed with a new microphone today. <laughs> new things give us opportunities to learn and try. So welcome to the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin, whether you're joining us online or here in the sanctuary. We are a spiritual community dedicated to a free and responsible search for truth, meaning, and beauty. And as your interim minister for joy and justice, I'm also searching for those two things. And so before I go on, I want to tell you, you may remember if you were here two weeks ago, one of the things I said is to bring your joy practices to church and also not to interrupt someone else's joy practice if it's not your own. And I, held, I, I showed this hula hoop as an example of a joy practice I don't think I am good at. But that I'm not going to stop you if you want to hula hoop. And Pam hula hooped after church, and it was awesome. And if anyone else wants to hula hoop after church, please. But then my mom came up to me after church. Best kept secret, uh, my mom goes to this church. So, um, so she came up and she said, well, I know one hula hoop trick. And she did it, and I thought, well, gosh, I know that one. You taught me that. So I promised myself as a display of practicing what you preach, I'm going to try the one trick I know to kick off church. Thank you, Mom. And if I can't do it, it's okay. I'll keep trying, and, and it's not her fault. So it's like this. to try that. So I just invite you to keep bringing your joy practices, keep trying new things here at First UU. Welcome, welcome. Here at First UU, we come from a long tradition of seeing the spark of the divine in every person. So in that tradition, I invite you to greet the holy among us, either in the comments online simply by turning to someone here in the sanctuary, especially someone you might not know. We are blessed to have Liz Nielsen as our lay leader this morning, and I invite Liz up. This is the flame we hold in our hearts as we strive for justice for everyone. This is the light we shine upon systems of oppression until they are no more. This is the warmth that we share with one another as our struggle becomes our salvation. Today, our call to worship comes from Barbara Peskin. It is called The Atheist Praise. I am praying again, and how does one pray when unsure if anything hears? In the world I know as reliable and finite, when time and matter circle back and forth, and I understand the answers to so many puzzles, there are moments when knowing is nothing. And I, this accumulation of systems, histories, repeti repetitions, falls from me. How does one who is sure there is nothing pray? I dark gathered around my eyes, sit in this room cluttered with my certainties, asking my one unanswered question. 
holding myself perfectly still to listen, fixing my gaze just here, wondering. One of the ways that we know how we are grounded, we know why we are here together, is this mission that we wrote and have put on our wall. And I invite you to say it and mean it with me. Together, we nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice to build the beloved community. Amen. So in our moment for beloved community, we share something, some learning, some truth. And so since I have recently joined you on the interim ministry team, I wanted to just give you a little piece about interim ministry, which is then going to lead me to a piece about the bigger ministry of Unitarian Universalism. So some of us on the team are reading this book in the interim strategies for interim ministers and congregations. And I have not read it all yet. So if they have all the magic words, I might not be there yet. But here are some of the words that I've taken to heart so far. For us to resist role and just be present. That sometimes the senior, or in Chris's case, the full-time and co-lead minister, there may be more demands for pastoral care than one person can be expected to do, which I know is true. And so the interim ministers are here to support and listen and be present with you in pastoral care needs. It also says that the interim assistant minister, who is me, might be a change agent or might be someone who just kind of keeps the boat floating. And we'll see. We're going to be talking about that. I'm talking with your leaders about that. However, what it definitely says is that I can help make connections to the outside and wider community and to the wider movement of Unitarian Universalism. Our reading today was written by Rainer Maria Rilke and translated by Joanna Macy. It is called, Go to the Limits of Your Longing. God speaks to each of us as he makes us, then walks with us silently out of the night. These are the words we dimly hear. You, sent out beyond your recall, go to the limits of your longing. Embody me. Flare up like a flame and make big shadows I can move in. Let everything happen to you beauty, and terror. Just keep going. No feeling is final. Don't let yourself lose me. Nearby is the country they call life. You will know it by its seriousness. Give me your hand. Good morning, my beloveds. Aaron and I wanted to stand before you as your current pastoral ministry team, soon to be joined by Reverend John Alou, because it's our sad obligation to let you know, if you don't know already, that long-term church staff member Cami Cornell was struggling with lung cancer. That struggle ended last Sunday. It's tremendous loss. Please send love to Shanti and all who were close to and loved Cami. I know that so many of you we're so close to Cami 
So we wanted to offer to you pastoral support from both of us. I am available after the service today. You can always set a time with either one of us. I have to testify to Erin's pastoral abilities because she has been pastoral for me as this pastor dealt with his own grief this last week. So thank you, Erin. I'm going to go and be available in the live stream comments now and leave you in Erin's capable and loving embrace. Erin. Love you. I echo what Chris shared with you and just my love for Shanti and family. And I just, I pictured Cammie's smile in the kitchen. And I wanted to share this reading with you, which is dear to my family and which I heard in a memorial service for another Unitarian Universalist over Zoom on Friday, even though I was already preparing to read it to you. We are all connected. This reading is called Gone From My Sight by Henry Van Dyke. I am standing upon the seashore. A ship at my side spreads her white sails to the moving breeze and starts for the blue ocean. She is an object of beauty and strength. I watch her until at length she hangs like a speck of white cloud, just where the sea and sky come to mingle with each other. Then someone at my side says, there, she is gone. Gone where? Gone from my sight. That is all. She is just as large in mast, hull, and spar as she was when she left my side. And she is just as able to bear her load of living freight to her destined port. Her diminished size is in me, not in her. And just at the moment when someone says, there, she is gone. There are other eyes watching her coming, and other voices ready to take up the glad shout, here she comes. As was said in that other service I participated in, we all have different beliefs about our spirit and our body after this life. But this message that we are part of something greater and that there are different perspectives on a time of transition like this is a message that's dear to my heart. At this time, with love for Cammie and Cammie's family on our hearts, I invite you into a time of meditation and a time of candle lighting for your own prayers and your own longings, if you would like.
everything's gonna be all right that's been all wrong guess I can see While folks are finishing their candles, I'm going to read for you again one more time. Go to the limits of your longing. God speaks to each of us as he makes us, then walks with us silently out of the night. These are the words we dimly hear. You, sent out beyond your recall, go to the limits of your longing. Embody me. Flare up like a flame and make big shadows I can move in. Let everything happen to you. Beauty and terror just keep going. No feeling is final. Don't let yourself lose me. 
Nearby is the country they call life. You will know it by its seriousness. Give me your hand. And I would like to thank Liz for reading it because I've been reading this poem to myself and to Unitarian Universalist congregations around North America for two years. It is deep in my soul, and I was going to talk to you today about things that I've learned uh, growing up in this church, the things that, that I just cherish that I learned growing up UU, and then the things that I didn't quite feel we did teach and that I'm still trying to learn. And I am going to touch on that a little bit, but man, that seemed kind of cerebral in the week we've been having, and I just kept hearing this question for myself as I drove and I took my children to school and I was doing work. Is this the tunnel or the light? I have a feeling, a deep commitment that it is darkest before the dawn. There is light at the end of the tunnel, but I'm starting to wonder if that's really serving me in some ways because I I want to integrate the sense of light and dark together because I I think it's the journey. I don't think we're ever going to get there where we're going to come through, at least maybe not in my lifetime, and feel like, oh, everything's okay. I don't. I'm I'm changing my mind about some things that I thought. And so I want to tell you a funny little story, and we don't have a whole lot of time, um, but I want to give you uh, some thoughts on this poem. But first, a scene from Clue. Have you seen the movie Clue? It's one of my favorites, and I I share it with you, uh, this part. There are a couple members of the cast of Clue who are trapped in one room in in the house, and there are a couple members of the cast of Clue who are trapped in the lobby, and the door is locked, and they're pulling on it, and, you know, it's a murder mystery, so they're trying to find a murderer. Everyone's, things are tense. Um, And so... So the two people on this side are going, let us, or on the outside are going, let us in, let us in. And the other people are going, let us out, let us out. And then a character comes up with a pistol and shoots the keyhole and it unlocks the door. But it scares everyone also. And then Martin Mull's character, Colonel Mustard, is standing there and he goes, you could have killed me. I could have been killed. I can't take any more scares. And then this giant chandelier falls down because one of the bullets hit it, falls down and just shatters right behind him. And he's just like this. And so I, my husband and I have shorthand now and have for years. We've been together 28 years. And we, we look at each other in these times where it just feels like it won't stop. Things are just relentless. It's grief after grief after struggle after struggle. And, and we just go, I can't take any more scares. So I'm sharing that with you because sometimes it's hard, man. Sometimes it's hard to tell somebody how hard it is. It's hard to even find the words for how hard some things are right now. I don't have all the words for the things that are painful right now. But if you need to talk about it, if you need somebody just to cry to, if you need somebody, like the Rilke poem says, give me your hand, you'll know the country of life by its seriousness. If you need somebody to just hold your hand, you can come up to me anytime and you can say, I can't take any more scares. And that can be it if that's all it needs to be. Because I get that. In this poem, and I hope, you know, you'll translate 
the gender pronouns to speak to you and the, the divine language to speak to you, but I love that God is with us silently in the night. And that God says to us in Rilke's imagining that we've been sent out to the limits of our longing. God, I have felt at the limits of my longing so many times. And in this church, we, we worked to build this sanctuary, and that caused disruption. And then the pandemic, and then Meg having to retire because of cancer, and now losing Cami. And there's so much joy. We have so much joy and community, and I, I don't discount that for a minute. But it's true that we, this community, is going through a lot. And this world is going through a lot. And some of us were born into this world feeling the a lot that ancestors have gone through. And I love that God is there with us in the dark saying, flare up like a flame. Make big shadows I can move in. Keep going. No feeling is final. What I've taken from that over these two years, I used to think, I used to feel when friends sent me this poem, I used to feel they were telling me, Aaron, please don't give up. The grief and the sadness of this pandemic will not be forever. And so I held on to that like a lifeline. But since then, I've come to cherish that line, no feeling is final, also about our joy. So I just, that's why I brought, I started with the hula hoop. Because if I were to be struck down in this hour and I don't make it through, we had a moment of joy together. So I say to you, no feeling is final counts for joy too. So please, when you're feeling it, share it with somebody. Don't hide your light under a bushel. I'm so excited that the music program is doing hymn sing with the kids and they're starting with this little light of mine. Share what feels like joy for you, please. Please. No feeling is final. Let's savor it. And when it's hard, when you can't take any more scares, please know that this community is here for you. Reverend Chris, the leaders, the staff, myself, each other. We're going to make it through this time together, y'all. I be- that is the thing I believe more than I believe anything else in this world. Because I look at you and I see the love in this room I see the wisdom and the life experience. Lived experience is one of the sacred sources of this faith. And I see the lived experience in this room, and I know, I know the love. So, one of the things that I didn't learn very well growing up here, and some of this is my own whiteness, some of this is our country, but I didn't really learn what to do when I felt broken. I didn't really learn what to do when I felt ashamed or, or how to talk about mistakes. And that's something I'm working on. And that can be many, many, many more sermons. But I want you to know that that's something that I'm working on right now in this tunnel of life. And what I, what I have, I think I will just go ahead and close with this. Because, again, who knows how long we have, and I want you to know this. I brought this affirmations as we move into distance learning that also came into my life during the pandemic. It was for teachers. And so we were honoring our teachers today. So I wanted to bring it to you. I'm going to put it in the like slider in the office for the interim ministry office. 
And it was for teachers and students when we were getting into the pandemic. It was a gift to me just like that poem was, but I found that it's useful for everything. And so maybe I'll talk to you about all of these on the list someday, but I'm going to share with you a few of my favorites, and then we're going to sing. Because these affirmations are going to work for us in interim ministry and the learning we're doing together. Here it is. I'm going to read it, and I'm going to invite you to say it back to me, if you would. Ready? The best I can do is my best. How human of me to feel nervous about trying something new. Awesome. This one is one of my favorites, and I'm, I, I'm working on it. I'm not there yet. I will give myself the same grace I give others. This is only temporary. And last but not least, maybe my favorite, I don't have to have it all figured out to move forward. Thank you. All right, I'll have this by the office, and I'm here anytime you need to talk about the scares, the struggle, the grief, and the joy. We will now say the words by which we extinguish the chalice. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. Will you take a breath with me? I invite you into a spirit of prayer, meditation, or gratitude. Divine mystery, thank you for this day. Thank you for this community. And thank you for the beauty of the dark. For the night sky, for the growth we find in the womb, in the soil where the seeds find their full expression. Thank you for the chance to be on this journey together as a church community and as people of faith. Amen and blessed be. This is a production of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, go to our website at austinuu.org.